Welcome to the Lex Tech in 10 podcast, a resource for Lexington teachers to learn about innovative technology to use in your classroom, as well as tips and tricks to streamline your workload. I'm Lisa Rhodes, one of the elementary digital learning coaches. I'm Rachel Kuberry, the district's assistive technology specialist. And I'm Ann Kim Tenner, the high school digital learning coach. Just a reminder, the opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts and guests. Make sure you check out the show notes for more information, resources, and other podcasts. Hello. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Lex Tech in 10 podcast. I am Lisa Rhodes. In this episode, Ann Ken Temmer interviews Jen Cohen and Christian Walters about using Wii Video in their film class for a group project. And now for an announcement. I'd like to talk about fishing. Merriam-Webster defines fishing as the sport or business of catching fish. When someone says they are going fishing, most people think they mean trying to catch an aquatic animal. Unfortunately, there is another type of fishing, spelt P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, which is defined by Merriam-Webster as the practice of tracking internet users as through the use of deceptive email messages into revealing personal or confidential information which can be used illicitly. Phishing scams are quite common and can be very convincing. All email users worldwide can be targets. This week, the FISH email was for a COVID stimulus payment. While the district does our best to block these messages, please be thoughtful before you click on links or messages that appear too good to be true or out of character. You can always mark a suspected email as phishing by clicking the top right corner of the email on the three gray dots and select report phishing. As always, reach out to your building's DLC if you have any questions or concerns. Hi everyone, it's Anne here and I am with Jen and Kristen who are going to introduce themselves in a minute and we did a movie project for their film class. Can I ask you to introduce yourselves? Yeah, my name is Kristen Walters. I teach film as literature. And I'm Jen Cohen, also teaching film as literature. Awesome. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about the class? Yeah, absolutely. So Jen and I have been working a lot this year um, on the film as literature course. We're doing a genre-based approach. Um, So we do a bunch of different genres like suspense, drama, sports drama, romantic comedy, horror. Um, Chris's favorite. Yeah, my favorite at horror. So the class is, it also is is very scaffolded in terms of skills. So we start the year with teaching students about film techniques and identifying film techniques. And then they start analyzing them. And by the end of the year, which is when this project came Mm -hmm. in, we have them really applying those skills and creating movies using those film techniques in an original way. Mm-hmm. And and the genre-based approach helps them kind of identify, oh, this is really common in sports films. Yes. If I'm making my own, what can I adopt that I've seen mm-hmm. um, to put in my own film? Sounds so fun. It is. <laughs> awesome. And have you always made movies as part of the class? Yeah, I think, I mean, there are a bunch of teachers who teach this course, uh, and I think we do it in slightly different ways. A few years ago, yes, we did uh, do a trailer project before covid Um, And we're doing a trailer project for the end of this year as well, where students will create their own original film idea and then 
film a trailer, you know, for, for that film. So yes, I think we all do videos in, in different ways. Okay. And then what tools did you use previously? So before, I think we used iMovie. And I know that because I asked you <laughs> with the project a couple of years ago. Um, so before we used iMovie, and that worked, but I think we video went very smoothly this year. Awesome. So can you tell me a little bit more about the specific project? Sure. So we developed this project because montages play a major role in sports films. And we had just finished watching Creed on the 2015 Ryan Coogler film. Um, so if you think which is part of the Rocky franchise. So mm -hmm. if you think of that iconic Rocky montage of him um, running through the streets and then running up the Philadelphia Art Museum, mm -hmm. the you know celebration at the end. Um, so we had students um, do some analysis of different montages mm -hmm. so they could see the sequences and how they worked in the different camera angles and effects. Um, and then we thought, okay, this is a great way for them to apply that understanding mm -hmm. by creating their own. Yeah. It's scaffolding a little bit before the final project, which will be a, long, a longer film. So right. It's good practice with the technology and with the skills. The storyboarding ahead of time, so they had to plan out each yep. shot before they shot it, develop a shooting schedule. Yep. That was oh, the two that I saw were amazing. I mean, they could tell they were so well thought out, and you could tell there was a lot of intense storyboarding because it went so smoothly, the transitions were so smooth. I didn't realize they were all sports montages. So, well... <laughs> so so the, the project, they could decide whether or not they wanted the tone to be serious or mm -hmm. a parody of a montage. Okay. For the most part, students didn't do sports. They had to do some sort of other idea. Okay. But a lot of students parodied the sports montage by picking something else but making it seem overly intense and using some of those tropes. Right. I and see. the idea was to show growth over time, yeah. just as you see in the training montages mm -hmm. in sports. But mm -hmm. you could do that with anything like Wordle yeah. or um, Rubik's Cubes or baking. So yeah. we said any skill, you just have to show improvement. Awesome. And a couple kids did regression over time, which was a hilarious twist. So they showed them like studying for something and then actually getting worse or like getting worse <laughs> at something over time. So that was a funny twist on the, on the trope as well. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, so then for your other projects, will, the, will you give specific themes or... So there'll be, for the final project, they'll be developing their own original concept for a film um, and then creating a trailer um, based on some um, scenes that they'll develop. So something around some sort of central conflict. Wow. So, yeah, so we'll be, we'll be scaffolding that as well with they have to have a synopsis, a film poster, an idea, and then they'll storyboard a, for a trailer, create that. Um, they'll each get a ticket to go to one film, they have to vote on the film that they would pick. So it's a, definitely it was great to do this project first. I think they all feel a lot more confident using WeVideo and I think the final is gonna go so much more smoothly um, because they've already practiced these skills and we'll be inviting you back <laughs> to our classes. Absolutely. It's yeah. always my pleasure. Yeah. So then I'm, I'm gonna ask this question anyway, even though I think you answered, how do you think it went overall, this project? I think the results were really, really great. Yeah. Um, kids had fun doing it. You could tell in the videos that they really enjoyed making them. And there was a great variety of film techniques, so they actually applied what they had learned in the class. So that was, yes, it's so great. Yeah. The two that I saw were so polished. I was so yeah. impressed. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Um, were there any positives and negatives about using WeVideo? Uh, I think it was great that in WeVideo, 
all of the groups could access their film, um, whereas iMovie, I think it's only one user at a time. Did have some students now and then get kicked out of their group, and we had to figure out how to get them back in. Okay. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what went on with that, but um, you know, it's just, I think, a learning curve. Um, also, I think understanding the layers was an important piece that we discovered, right? That, <laughs> right. that the text has to be on that first layer right. in order to overlay it over video. But I think um, a lot of learning happened during this first, uh, first go-around. It was pretty intuitive from what students mm -hmm. said. And a couple groups were like, oh, we're used to iMovie or this other technology. Can we use that? And I encouraged them to use WeVideo. And they said it was pretty intuitive. And I think we were all thrilled with the advanced version of it oh, yeah. because we had access to so many backgrounds and different mm -hmm. styles and music, and it made it a lot easier. And there were a couple instances where we were trying to get something that we couldn't at first, and then yeah. we had workarounds to figure it out. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right. Someone wanted like scrolling, scrolling credits, yes. and that's not one of the applied um, yeah. texts, but we you can manipulate plain one to go yeah. really slowly up, and so we found a way to work with it. So that was that was yeah. fun yeah. and good problem solving for the kids. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, so if I had another teacher who was thinking about doing a, a video project, mm -hmm. what advice would you give them? First off, ask Anne for help. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I think the storyboarding was absolutely crucial for kids. You know, if you give them a video project and they don't really carefully write down each shot and all of the techniques that they're planning to do, even if they change it, you know, during the process, the storyboarding at least helps them to all be on the same page and have a plan, and I think that helped the videos mm -hmm. to come out quite polished because they did plan ahead so well. And the other piece is because all of this work is happening outside of the class for yes. the most part is they really need to have a filming schedule that they all have copies of, all the contact information, yep. just to be sure that they know how to get in touch with each other and they have a committed plan to get it done. So I have one question along those lines. <clears throat> I noticed that you, when you do a group, group project, it changes the whole, you know, the intensity and, and the way that kids work together mm. for a film project. Um, do you have any thoughts or suggestions for people who are going to work in a group film project? I mean, you had just said that making sure that they all have the, their contact information and making a schedule. Anything else? I think dividing up roles and understanding what each student's role is, who's acting, who's, you know, quote-unquote directing or filming, we always have a written component, and so if some student wasn't as involved, perhaps, in the tech part, maybe they are more involved in the, writing the written rationale in which they're analyzing the techniques that they chose and really um, explaining that to a reader. So I think, I think with a project like this, having enough components that there's something for every single kid to take the lead on mm -hmm. is important. Right, and I think the rationale, I'm glad you brought that up, is really important because they know that that's coming, that they have to explain, justify their choices. Yeah. That helps them be really clear about what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, can I ask, did you make the groups or did they make their own groups? So typically what we do is I ask them to write down a few students mm -hmm. that they would like to work with, mm -hmm. um, and then I have authority <laughs> to decide. But for the most part, I like to give each kid at least one person that they chose to work with. But we do so many group projects throughout the year mm -hmm. um, that I like to mix it up as well. And by now, you know the kids. So you know their strengths and their personalities, and so trying to find groups that will work well together I think is important. Same. Yeah. Any other last questions or comments? No, just this was a success. We're thrilled. So thank you for all of your help. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank and, you so much. And the advanced we video. Yeah. Please yeah. let's keep it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Um, the projects were excellent, and um, the kids, I'm sure, were so thrilled with them. 
uh, what a great memory for them to create in their senior year. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank Sam. you. Thank you for listening to the Lex Tech in 10 podcast. Don't forget to reach out to any one of us or your building digital learning coach for questions and assistance. That's what we're here for. Also, check out our website, gg.gg backslash Lex Tech in the number 10, where you can find show notes and other resources. Do you have an idea for a future podcast? Would you like to be featured on a future podcast? Email us at Lex tech in number 10 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.